0: Sean J. Will and Zubin, the podcast.
1: Sean J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. And it is KJZ, but it's today, Barton Hahn. <laughs> and then Zubin, there were two. Exactly. This is like a episode <laughs> of Oregon
0: Trail. Remember when we played Oregon Trail? Yeah. I mean, it's like we we're the last two standing, man. We, so far. You got
1: water? Yes, I okay. do have water. I have you That's we, all we I need water right food. now. We will have others joining us. Mike Greenberg's going to join us later in this hour because we're dragging him back into morning radio. Chris Candy's going to join us later in the show as well. And the host of guests that we normally have as well to discuss everything that's going on in the world of sports. But it is Barton Hahn and we will be doing our show again at noon as well, Eastern. So double dipping today, buddy. You ready? You got your Ewing's on and those are well, sweet. Well, the reason
0: that I have the Ewing's on is because, of course, today for me is usually leg day, right? But I can't get to the gym because we're double dipping today. So I figure, why not put on my five-pound Patrick Ewing's and it's like walking so, like, around weights. in my ankle weight so I can get my calf <laughs> game right today.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just hear excuses when it comes to legs day. That's Hi. all I'm hearing from you right now. Hi, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> eight 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 say ESPN. 8 at 8, 7, 2, 9, 3, 7, 7, 6 pieces. We want you to join us in conversations today. We've got some good questions for you, including – Your team's worst free agent signing. Your team. Now, not NFL, not any team. Your favorite team, because we've got lists that we'll get to, lots of lists today, and I'm sure they'll be creative. There's always somebody that's like, oh, man, we signed this guy and this was terrible. So, there's been one. I talked to Rich Cimini yesterday.
0: Keep it to professional sports, right? Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. Where else are you going? Well, you know, like AAU, like, yo, you got these. No, no, no. I'm semi-pro. Free agent signings. (laughs) Yes. Free agent signings.
1: But, you know, Rich Cimini was giving me some names yesterday. I was like, I I forgot about that one. So, Anyways, but one, uh, it's not a free agent signing, but it is certainly a contract situation and one we've talked about before. And the news of this was interesting. So, Rob Demosky, who covers the uh, uh. Packers for us at ESPN.com did a story yesterday that at first on Friday we thought oh okay they're starting to restructure Aaron Rodgers' contract which mm-hmm. is something that you've said which you know was the origin of the beautiful mystery of his exactly. future and every every former player including yourself was like man he's just trying to get more guaranteed money that's exactly. all he's doing exactly. putting pressure on the franchise okay so when when there was some movement on the contract or at least some I think it was a payment on Friday. There was some thought. Oh, they're starting to rework his deal. He's getting what he wants. Demasky reports that no, no, no. All they did was pay his six point eight million dollar roster bonus, and uh, they, as it is, rather than converting it into a signing bonus, and that would have freed up more than a four and a half million in cap space this season. But it would also have pushed money into future caps, increasing what Rodgers would count on their twenty-two and twenty-three years, which, as we know, is still up in the air as far yep. as what the Patriot uh, Packers. I keep doing. The, want to do with Aaron Rodgers. So he explained also, uh, Damowski did, that this contract, of course, is still – what he explains – let me just reset. What he explains sure. is that for Aaron Rodgers, this is just about the signing bonus. They're still yeah. to decide what to do going forward in the future with him. Yeah. And you know he explains certainly more about it, um, which we'll hear right now.
2: We know that Rodgers wants assurances that he will be Green Bay's quarterback beyond just the 21 season and doesn't want to be a lame duck quarterback. To date, they've only given him verbal assurances. Any future alterations to his contract could give us an idea of just how long they plan to keep Rodgers around. As things stand now, they could move on from Rodgers after this season, turning things over to Jordan Love and saving money on future salary caps.
1: So it is about his future. It still is about his future it's, it's, in Green Bay, Bar. What are you reading from this? It's always about that, right? And listen, Aaron Rodgers is saying,
0: listen, I don't want to be a lame duck quarterback, right? Not, we've been talking about this for a while. That's why the beautiful mystery was said, because he wants insurances. He wants to be paid, and he wants a job security that an a NFL MVP should get. But it's, it's ironic, right? Because it's usually like the same way you come in this league is usually the same way that you leave this league. Right, and remember, he's a guy that replaced a Hall of Fame quarterback right. that sat on the on the bench for a couple of years, and, and and finally you know beat Brett Favre out, and it was time to move on from Brett Favre. Brett Favre wasn't done playing after that, right? Brett Favre went to Minnesota and had them down, you know, in Bounty Gate, you know, with an opportunity to go to the NFC Championship game or go to the Super Bowl, right? So Aaron Rodgers is saying, "Listen, I've seen this movie before. I was part of this movie. In that movie, I was the villain. Now this time, I'm the good guy. Now you're not about to Wally pip me, man. I'm not hurt." <laughs> <laughs> but you're not about to play me for the banana and the tailpipe. Why come here, you try and win a championship, and then now you have to understand that you got to pay Zaire Alexander. You got to start paying some of your young talent on the defensive side of the ball. They already have a tackle that used to be the highest paid tackle in the league until Trent Williams beat him by $10,000, right? And he was called Mr. Pet- Petty. Right. But you understand that, you know, he's lost so many pieces. They have to make a decision because Brett Favre was about this age, too. He's 30, he's going to be 38 years old. But when you look at Aaron Rodgers, when I look at Aaron Rodgers, I don't see see him as a 38-year-old quarterback because he didn't play for three years. So for me, he's a 35-year-old quarterback. So if you say, okay, well, he still has so much tread left on the tires. He hasn't had a lot of injuries. He doesn't take a lot of sacks. He's saying, listen, I plan on playing a lot longer than that. So listen, you need to figure out what you're going to do with this young guy because I I don't anticipate that he's going to ever see the field. And they're saying, well, how can we possibly give him more guaranteed money where we can't move on from him and then look up and we have a first-round draft pick Quarterback that we can't even move on from, and we don't even know if he can play because remember last year it wasn't any preseason, so nobody's seen him have put any film on, out there on the um, film out there. Jordan Love, so, right, right? Jordan Love. So like this year, like it's going to be all about displaying Jordan Love as much as possible in case you pay Aaron Rodgers so that you can have an opportunity to move him, right? So th- we're setting ourselves up, even though the, the the scenarios are slightly different. You know, for a Tom Brady. Jimmy G. He's saying, you need to decide. If you love me, show me you love me. And how you show me that you love me is the same way that we show our girlfriends that we love them. We get engaged and we get married and we put a ring on. So he's saying, put a ring on me. Let me know that you love me. and you are not just uh, thinking that this is some little super hot fling in Vegas? (laughs) It's
1: not. He's been there long enough that it isn't such. But you know, what is it, though? Is it a sign that, that the Packers are saying we want that flexibility because we might want to move on? We don't want that dead cap money on you know for future years. And if we want that ability to move on from you, we're going to. So, again, the team always has that chance to say we're going to let you go. The player. Right. And again, the Deshaun Watson situation, right. as far as contract goes, we'll get to that in a minute. The latest on him. But it's just contract. He wasn't yes. happy. I want out. Well, you you're under contract. You can't go anywhere. We have control of that. It's, again, the team can always say, we're done right. with you. The player can right. never say, I'm done with you until he's, his contract's up. So whether to, to restructure. Right. Um, whether, so, so Demoski also reports when asked whether a restructure or extension is still in the works with that's, Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's tricky. A person familiar with the Packers' plan said, Possibly. Yeah,
0: see, but that's tricky because possibly means that, okay, maybe we restructure it where maybe we'll commit to you past 2022 where it's a natural out he only has 17 million dollars in dead cap money at that time so it's a natural out there so he sees the writing on the wall like oh you want to try and make one last run at it before we give Matt LaFleur an opportunity to be able to pick his quarterback that he's going to hitch his his wagon to and that's Jordan Love right Jordan Love is the future with the Packers you know uh, Aaron Rodgers represents the past and the present so at some point no matter how great the quarterback is, even when we see Drew Brees, the difference is between Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees is Aaron Rodgers is still playing at an MVP level, where Drew Brees was starting to tell off. You know, they start trying to come in with Taysom Hill to try and find different packages to be able to have him to to get rest to try and get explosive plays, knowing that Drew Brees couldn't push the ball down the field. Aaron Rodgers is still at just as deadly, just as mobile. He hasn't lost any um, any any miles off his fastball. So like at this point, he's saying, man, pay me. So it's going this is gonna to come to a head, right? And he's gonna make he's gonna give them an ultimatum before it's said and done. Because he's saying, listen, if that's the case, I wanna be able to control my narrative. The difference between Tom Brady is his contract was up. They were not tied. If Aaron Rodgers is gonna move on from the Packers, it's gonna be because they let him go. Or they and they're gonna want something for him. Like, what would you give up for the baddest man in the planet right now? If you're a team like San Francisco, at his who, age, who's in the window, at just, his age. But
1: we just saw Tom Brady do but, it. But like, remember, you know.
0: it's not his age, right? Because remember, he didn't play for three years, right? So he's not a high usage guy. So even though high you mileage, look, yeah. yeah. So even though you look at him as 38, I look at him as 35. So if he's 35 and he's built like Tom Brady, he's built in the same DNA as as Drew Brees. Well, you're saying that he can play at least to 40. So that's five years. So who cares? A general manager saying, I got a quarterback that's going to play at a high level for five years. Damn his age because his age doesn't matter yeah. because he got a late start in the game. Right. So basically he didn't have his first start in the league until he was 25 years old.
1: It's it, it's that see the the Tom Brady story is to me why if I'm Aaron Rodgers I'm like you know what maybe, maybe okay, let's part ways after the yeah. season then, or or let's do it now like you don't you don't want it to be yeah. oh, I'll have to play one more year and then yeah. move on but I want because they want to know about they want to know about about Jordan Love and they can't just move on from Aaron Rodgers until they know for sure about Jordan Love Man, we don't know if he can hit the, if he can hit the ocean inside of a boat <laughs> we will find out but I, I, like I said it, to me. I look at Tom Brady, and if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, get me out of here. I, yeah. I, what is the situation? What is a team like what Tampa offered to Tom Brady? Having a ready-made defense, having offense with weapons, and really what they needed was that quarterback that kind of puts them over the top. What is a team that is in that situation where Aaron Rodgers, if he just left and went there? I know it's hypothetical, but if he went there, it's like instant Super Bowl contender. Go back home. Like, who would the team Go be? Go back home. San Northern 49ers, California. For you. Go yeah. back
0: home. He played at Cal. Okay. He has
1: all everything that he needs. Yeah.
0: And he has, I believe, a coordinator that he would respect.
1: You remember when, when Matt Flynn was the backup, right? And he, he had a record-breaking <laughs> game, and then he earned... got that big contract from Seattle. $10 million. How did that work out? So that's why we asked the question at at 888-ESPN, 88729-3776. Your team's worst free agent signing, and why? So the Patriots have spent and spent and spent, but do they have the most important position solved? That's the question that we will answer Mm. after we talk about DraftKings. This weekend's UFC 260 is sure to be a can't-miss event Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. All right, if you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code KJZ to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code KJZ to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only. At DraftKings, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
2: What more can you tell us about this aggressive approach coming out of New England? Very unpatriot-like. What message is Bill Belichick sending to the rest of the league today? I don't ever want to go through another season like 2020 ever. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: It did. Ooh, KJZ. Who's
0: a and who's a prankster?
1: Barton Hahn in for the guys. ESPN Radio. A lot of guests today. Looking forward to it. Greeny's going to join us into the hour. That'll be fun, too. Have him on the set. Drag him back into morning radio. <laughs> That'd be nice. But we're kicking it right now with you. We'll get to the calls. We'll read some tweets in a moment as we were asking. Your team's worst free agent signing. And why to explain it. Show your work, as we always say. Speaking of free agent signings, so the Patriots certainly have spent plenty of money, Bart, right? Have they not? Like in this, like right out of the gate, more spending gar- big more, money.
0: Almost more guarantees than um, Kraft actually paid for, paid for the paid organization. For the
1: right. And he told, he told Peter King uh, uh, when he talked about the Patriots spending spree, he said, it's like investing in the stock market. You, you take advantage of correction and inefficiencies. We're in this business to win is what he says. And one of the players that uh, they did sign was Kendrick Bourne, who they've been kind of chasing for a little while now, and they do get him signed up. He was on the Adam That's Schefter cool name, podcast, man. and I want your reaction to him saying why he signed with the Patriots.
4: Just what you said, man, who they're bringing in, you know. Yeah.
3: the
1: They don't do that, you know. They got, they got big plans uh, building around Cam
4: and stuff like that,
3: man. So <laughs> they have good
4: pieces already with guys there. And so they just – putting in the pieces that they're missing, man. And I feel like the picks they made were, were awesome. I mean, we haven't even seen the draft
1: yet. So it, it's exciting, man. And I believe, like I, like you just said, one year, uh, we're going to be – we're going to have a good record in the, in the beginning. Kendrick all fired up about yeah, being yeah. a patriot. Building around Cam, Bart. Yeah, why yeah. did you
0: laugh? Because they're not building around Cam, man. They're making this offense idiot proof, man. Listen, they they they're gonna treat Cam Newton like a rental car. You know when you get a rental car, you smoke cigarettes in it, you throw the wrapper in the back. No, I you don't. You know what I'm saying? You you wear <laughs> you wear jeans in it. You know what I mean? You what? you get the blue jeans, die all over the seat. It don't matter. You don't care about it. Listen, they're building this team to try and win the way that they won with Tom Brady early in his career. Remember, he had guys like Willie McGinnis. He Mm -hmm. had guys like Vrabel. They're loading up on the defensive side of the ball, and they went out and let a great guard go to go get a great tackle Mm -hmm. and bring in Trent Brown back and making sure that Isaiah Wynn is ready to go and Shaq Mason in the inside so that they can run the ball, They're trying to put the band back together. They're trying to make that personnel package that they had when they had Rob Gronkowski and they had Aaron Hernandez, and eventually they had Algie Crumpler, which was one of the toughest personnel groupings to play with because whenever they went with those two tight ends, you have to go heavy. But those two tight ends, and Aaron Hernandez was a guy that can do multiple things. He can get in the backfield, play running back. He can spread out. Rob Gronkowski could secure the edge, or he can break the formation. And now you put – Teams in a in a pickle, right? Because now you gotta say if I leave my linebackers out here, if they if they break the formation and throw the ball, then they're gonna expose, you know, the coverage ability of my linebackers. If we put our nickels out here, they just gonna take that 250-pound man that looks like Ogre from the nerds, and he's just gonna be body slamming guys all over the place, and they're gonna run the ball. So really what they're doing is preparing this team for a guy like Mac Jones. This ain't about Cam Newton. Cam Newton is just a placeholder and they're gonna get cheap again not by having Cam Newton, but by having a rookie quarterback. And he's going to be able to learn behind Cam Newton for one year. So, Cam Newton better put his best foot forward because this is his last hurrah. He's walking the mile like like my man, um, what's his name, Michael Duncan in the Green Mile. Walking the mile, getting right with Jesus, going the old Sparky. This is Cam Newton's last hurrah. So, he better get prepared for moving on because the Patriots are, are trying to build their team to be able to win by running the ball, playing great defenses, play action pass, and they're saying, hey, I don't trust the quarterback. I trust the football acumen of Bill and Josh McDaniels. And maybe Matt Patricia going to put two pencils on because he's going to have a little bit of <laughs> humility.
1: Because, yeah, because it didn't work in Detroit. <laughs> we shall see. But look, if, if they get back to winning, I think that's what everybody's looking at. You know, yeah. is Belichick going to get this franchise? Back to winning. Again, we'll get your calls coming up at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 say ESPN, We're racking them up right now. Also on at KeyJNZ, the Twitter as well. The question we ask you is basically your team's worst free agent signings, and we're let, let opening up to any Why you sport. want to pick
0: off the scabs,
1: man? These people have
0: forgot about
1: it. Well, this they is a free agency period right now, and, and it's it just brings back memories. And like I said, I had a conversation with Rich Cimini, who covers the Jets. He's covered the Jets since they were called the Titans. Rich, you know. You have. And, yeah. and it's – you talk about some names that yeah. I'm like, how about this guy, this name's guy. Names one, threw out whole your, your name did not come up. Oh, thank God. Even though it's on the Twitter handle for some reason. Whoopsies. Your name did not come up. But there were some names that he gave me. It was like, you talk about picking the scab. Neil O'Donnell? See, you did it again. I was trying to forget about that one. <laughs> he got to a Super Bowl, and then next year, I don't think they won a game.
0: Listen, maybe no, won. Can I, can I throw like a, a guy just out there that I just thought about? Quickly. Larry
1: Brown. All them picks in the Super Bowl. Went out to Oakland for well, right. the Raiders. A couple on the Twitter real quick. So Chris says Dante Culpepper for the Dolphins. He was okay. I would say not, not signing Drew Brees. Right, exactly. Like, like that's exactly, really exactly. the bigger one. Uh, Tony uh, said Lakers. Luel Dang gave him 72 mil over four years, and that did not work out, <laughs> out at all. Out of a mention Moskov. Yeah, Kevin says Bobby Manea. That's, that's the obvious one. And a Jets one, Timothy says Le'Veon Bell. Mm. How did that work out? All right. So, again, we'll get to your calls on the team's worst (laughs) free agent signings, any sports, (laughs) all that coming up. But first, this from Indeed. When you own a business, you're the owner of everything sales, finance, customer service. Fortunately, Indeed is uniquely qualified to help you really own hiring. Right when you sponsor a job post, Indeed's instant match searches through the millions of resumes in their database to deliver candidates whose resumes fit your job description immediately. Then you can invite them to apply to your job right away. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Learn more at Indeed.com
3: credit it's Greenie and on Wednesday, don't miss Sir Charles. Charles Barkley on the tournament, on the NBA trade deadline, and on his daughter's wedding should be fun. With me, Greenie, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
4: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning
0: championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive Fifteen seconds to go in the third. Big Pelicans lead. Brandon Ingram with it. Spots from the right side. Shoots and scores. He can't miss here in this third quarter. Brandon Ingram's up to 33 points. Just Don't matched believe. his season high, P.J., as the Pelicans lead
1: 102-73. Brandon Ingram would finish with 36 points. That's how it centered on ESPN Radio. Mark Kestescher, P.J. Carlissimo. The Lakers would lose again. <laughs> Again, without LeBron James, so Ingram leads the Pelicans to a 128-111. How, how can they be that damn bad? Yeah, it's 111. Without without LeBron. Without LeBron and without AD. So, New Orleans had lost seven straight to the Lakers, but this version of the Lakers, easy peasy. The loss makes it three in a row for the Lakers and puts their record at 7-9 and nine since AD was hurt on Valentine's Day. Four top seeds advance in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Tournament. On the women's side, South Carolina, UConn one handedly to advance to the Sweet 16. For UConn, it's their 27th consecutive Sweet 16 appearance. It ties the longest streak in tournament history. UConn will face Iowa in the Sweet 16 after Caitlin Clark led the Hawkeyes past Kentucky. Clark had 24 of her 35 points in the first half. Hey, Bart, Kentucky had 22 at the half. She outscored Kentucky herself. One seats. NC State and Stanford also advanced. Onto football. 16 different women now have filed claims of sexual assault and harassment against Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Watson's lawyer, Rusty Harden, offered a statement yesterday saying his legal team has a, quote, strong evidence, an accusation made by one of the women filing the lawsuit is false. Alleging blackmail against Watson, Harden also called into question the legitimacy of the other cases as well. The lawyer representing all 16 women did not respond for a request to comment yesterday. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs, and it takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. Barton on in for KJZ. Kicking it with you. And you know Oregon, what? Oregon, I, I Oregon Trail. we like to do we like to take <laughs> we like to talk to the people. And love I them. feel like if we're gonna do straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless, the straight talk should come from those who call in. I love that part of it. Right. And we were asking a question, your your team's worst free agent signings in any sports, because we've seen yeah. a lot of money thrown around in the NFL right now, and it just comes to comes to mind of which one of these I got will be one you look back. I know you have I a got, list. I got a list later. I got a nice little yeah. list. But later. Let's hear from the people. Eight at eight say ESPN Riley's in South Carolina. Riley, South Crack-a-Lackey. Morning, brothers. What's happening?
4: Hey, man, this is a good sports day, man. I listen to KJZ, and I usually rule right into you guys, so I'm I'm good this morning. I, I appreciate, appreciate you. that. I appreciate that. Hey, our worst time, uh, man. Of course, is Teddy Bridgewater. I'm a Ooh. Carolina Panthers fan, day one fan. Already, I look at it like this. You say, yeah, man. <laughs> show I mean, you. That's you the show you work, Worst. I mean, that's the worst I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show my work. Go ahead, show so, your work. We got we get we signed Teddy for three for for sixty million over three. that's twenty million a year. yeah we had cam under contract for one more year for 20 million. We're in the same boat with Teddy after one year that we would have been with Cam after one year if Cam played or stunk up the place like he did in, in New England. <laughs> so we kind of just let Cam walk with no dead money instead we tied this this guy for two more years. For what forty million dollars? But but I'm sure, what, of, I'm sure you can get out.
0: I'm sure you can get out that contract after too. Now listen, he's my boy, right? And I love this guy to death. But I know a little something about Carolina contracts. Y'all did make Chuck Smith the highest paid pass rusher in the game, and I think he was injured most of that career. But that may be a little bit
4: before your time. That was a Marty Herney, a Marty Herney thing, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why we got rid of Marty Herney. <laughs> On two, ta- two times we brought Monty Herney in, and two times Marty Herney screwed us over. This new guy, we got Federer. That's the name, Federer. I'm a man of making moves, man. I like this dude. I tell you what, I man. Watch the draft. The, the, that's the, what the, the, you the, want to do, Riley. The, the,
1: Watch the draft with the your hate, team. The, the hating yours deep, my son. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? No, seriously. And Thanks for the call, Riley. We'll we'll see you at noon. The uh, I'm curious to see what Carolina does, how aggressive they will be. But but Teddy Bridgewater could
0: be the gift that keeps on giving because he could be somebody that you can trade with and you can use as a chip Mm -hmm. to be able to go out there. I mean, you, you think about some of the teams you want to move up. Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback and he's young. But he has to be put in a system, you know, which most quarterbacks are system quarterbacks. It's only a very few players that can be multiple systems and be able to be great at everything. Teddy's a guy that needs to be around, surrounded with a strong cast, a good offensive line, and a strong running game. I mean, I can see Teddy Bridgewater if you could trade him potentially to to San Francisco, and I think they'll do just fine.
1: Let's take Danny in Orlando. Danny, Danny, Danny. Good morning, Woody. gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Good I
0: Appreciate
1: morning. that. Um.
0: I I don't know who the worst pick of all for Tampa would be. I would say maybe drafting a lead was a a bad draft pick, but life goes on. Now the question I have for you gentlemen, um, I was looking at the news this morning. I'm a diehard Buccaneer fan. They're talking about giving Antonio Brown another one-year prove-it deal.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm thinking he did prove himself. What do you think about that? I'll, and I'll hang up and listen. Well, when you Thank say you. prove yourself, it's like prove that he can be a good soldier. It's never about Antonio Brown on the field. It's about being able to commit to him long term and hoping that he'd be a good soldier because we you, you saw the antics when it started with the Raiders and, and the helmet. Then it went to New England, he was living with Tom and got kicked out of Tom's house, right? So it's like one of those things where you want to make sure that you can trust him and hope that the changes that he's made in his life are permanent and not just so he can get back and get another bag. You know, because if you give him the bag and you give him too much of a bag, you could lose him all over again. And so that's what it is. He's a great complimentary piece. You know, right now Russell Wilson's begging for him out there in Seattle um, because he sees him as a piece that he'll he'll get more use. It depends on what what Antonio wants to do. If he wants to be in the Super Bowl next year or, or be a legitimate Super Bowl contender, he goes back. He takes less money, less commitment, and he goes back to Tampa. If he wants to be able to have more of an impact on the wins and losses. He goes out to Seattle because he'll be he'll play a bigger role
1: in that. What's your level of trust in him though, real quick before we get back to the calls?
0: I mean, I see I I know some people that are best friends with him, are good with him, and they say that they believe that he's turned the corner. Um so I'm I'm stuck in the middle, right? Because sometimes if you show up, are you me who giving you are, him
1: more than a year on a no, contract? No, right? okay. That's if, or, that, that clearly or, tells or, me your or, level of
0: trust then. Or I'm putting so many uh outs in the contract that are that are tied to not his production on the field, but his behavior off the field. Mm-hmm. That is so easy for me to cut him and let him go. Then that I can make myself feel comfortable and sleep at night. Kale take me
1: away. It's amazing how much money he cost himself with some of the things he was doing. Let's go to yeah. Mike in Connecticut. Mike's got one.
4: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually from Indiana. Uh, okay, but I was I was kind of wondering what you guys think about this uh, Chris Ballard and these Colts here. How they're the free agency, their lack thereof. Yeah. Um, it kills us because, especially when you see all these Rutgers out here and what they're getting, and that knowing that Ballard, we could have paid one of these guys, you know, between five and eight million. What do y'all got to say about that? I appreciate you guys.
0: I mean, for for me, I'm I'm, I'm asking myself, you know, did he want to wait to the secondary market, right? Because Justin Houston is still out there, yep. and he's a guy that played well for you. You still have Ryan Kerrigan who I believe is going to not be brought back to, to Washington um, because you have Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Um, you have opportunities still to get Jadavian Clowney out there, who's only 28 years old, if he's back and he's healthy. So listen, like some of the guys that are laying in the weeds, you see that the Ravens haven't been really active when it comes to receivers. And you're wondering, like, man, they need a receiver. Well, sometimes, you know, you, you know you have to be patient, Right. And I think you have some organizations that are being patient because it's a secondary free agent market that people don't know about. And it usually happens around June 2nd. And that's when veterans get cut because their contracts become guaranteed. So you have a whole new pool. And after the draft, teams are going to address needs and players are going to fall. And they're going to get players that they didn't think that they were going to be able to get. And then that's going to make those um, players expendable. And then they're going to be able to be available for trade or outright release. So sometimes you just have to be patient. I know you guys want to go
1: and just spin, spin, spin. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you just got to be patient. Right. It's it's usually what you didn't get in the draft, then you try to find it again and second exactly. time around in free agency. All right. This Now we'll go to Mike in Connecticut. Go ahead, Mike.
4: How you doing, guys? Good.
3: You say bad contracts in sports, and as a Red Sox fan, man, I, I, I'm i still a little sour that we paid Pablo Sandoval about $18 million last year to play for...
1: I think three different teams. <laughs> the panda. That's, you know, and, and, that's a that's a rough one. <laughs> that's a rough one. But but again, like, what did you? I, I don't know. That, that they loved yeah. him in San Francisco. Who, loved him. Who's the guy? Who's the guy that that signed with the
0: Yankees? That was the outfitter that never played. We used to have the where's Waldo. Jacoby Ellsbury? Yeah,
1: yeah where the world yeah, is Jacoby Ellsbury. From the Ls. Red Sox. <laughs> and if the whole idea was signing him just so the Red Sox – like they thought you'd weak weaken <laughs> yeah. the Red Sox by signing him. Yeah. Not that you really needed him. You see what we just did right here? I didn't even play we him. brought baseball into the show. Well, that's thanks you, to Mike. You're welcome. We got some more here. Jamie in Richmond has one that I think is obvious but definitely needs to be said. Jamie? Hey,
4: how y'all doing? Good. Good, myself. Um – so one, you know, being in Richmond, kinda of the hometown, it's not necessarily
0: my team, but so many you know, Washington fans around here is definitely the Albert Hainsworth deal, that hundred million dollar deal that they did. Hey baby, listen, you, you gotta be careful when you sign a guy that only has his best year when his contract's up. You know the Albert Those Hainsworth. Are dangerous players, did right? he ever did he ever pass the conditioning test?
1: <laughs> did he ever pass it? That is an amazing, like that. That's one of the most amazing stories of someone that literally just once he signed, like, because you know how that's just Shut a, it down. Like, like that's always the cliche. Yeah, right. You, you, oh, don't pay him. Give him all this money. he's not gonna. That, yeah. he's no motivation anymore. <laughs> He is literally the face of that. Dude, step Literally over dudes, the face of that. Dudes. And how many players since then have had to say, like, I'm not going to do that? Yeah, oh, not. yeah. Well, we've seen this before. Yeah, yeah, One time.
0: Yeah, I'm not Albert Hainsworth. I mean, one of the listen, one of the most dominant. It's different types of nose tackles in this game, right? When you think about you think about the big fat Casey Hamptons, you think about <laughs> Vince Wilfork. No, these are just two gap fat guys that are athletic, but just holding people. Then you yeah. have the different type of nose tackles, like a Lodi Nada, Albert Haynesworth, um chris jenkins they're built different because they're they're massive people but they're not you know chris jenkins had like one and a half abs, right at three eighty. Like I can, I, every once in a while I can see it. If he didn't eat a lot of carbs for for lunch, I can see it. I can see the abs flex a little bit. Like those <laughs> are those, those are different type of guys, man. It, 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 it was, I forgot the guy, big guy Taylor too. But anyway, man, Albert Hainsworth definitely deserves to be on this list. He has so much potential to be great. He could have been one of the greatest to
1: ever play that position. Of all time. Is that maddening to you when you see a player like that yourself as an athlete it when is. you see when you see someone who might have that, that that kind of gifts, those kind of gifts? Yes, and yet just see, shut it down completely that's got to drive see, you crazy. Good, good
0: good players are born great players are born and built right because some people build themselves to be great yeah. that's why guys can play past their physical prime because they're built so they have the fundamentals right and I always steal that from Bernard Hopkins because I always say that Roy Jones was great and he was born to be great but Bernard Hopkins was built I always love that what's built lasts longer than, than what's born
1: that's to all the kids out there listening you know what I'm saying The more you know. Bart Kids. Let's take one more. Charles in Wisconsin. Go back to baseball. Charles?
4: Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Thanks for having me on, man. Good to have you on. Uh, I don't know. I hope I'm getting the right thing right here. The Brewers picked up Jeff Supon. And I think he was a World Series MVP for Cardinals at one point. And he really stuck up the place when he was here. But, I mean, give me your guys' thoughts. Thank you.
1: Yeah, four years, $40 million, and did not live like didn't even come close to living up to it. Now it doesn't sound like a ton of money, right? Like you know, yeah, back then for no, a pitcher, you know, like it just. But still, yeah, you talk about
0: man. There's so many people you can put on that list, man. It's, it's crazy. I, listen, I want people. I want to encourage people to continue to keep these calls coming, man. Because I mean, I got my list is coming, man, and and maybe you guys hit and on your, some people yeah, on my yeah, list. Your list and maybe is not
1: interesting. There's no doubt about it. You. What? You, man, you can break the show. Yeah, Come here, on, here's man. what we're doing here. So B- Barton on on KJZ. And because they don't trust us, they have to bring <laughs> in the, the guy that actually runs everything here. And that is Mike Greenberg. And it's funny to watch you Green, you walk into a set in this building as if like said, okay? that, said that you built.
3: Well, I didn't know if this was the time that you wanted me on or not, but it's nice to see you guys. You keep me company on my drive home every day, so it's the least I could do, I thought, to come by and keep you company for a little while here. It's we,
0: a pleasure, man. Listen, we usually have a, like on Archer, we have a three-button minimum, man. Go ahead and let that taco meat out there breathe, baby. It's well, all well, good. I,
3: Let's get that Tom Selleck Ma- Magnum P.I. going for you. It's all good. If I had any, I would be glad to show it off. I'm hoping to grow that someday. Some chest hair someday. I'm 53. I'm still working on it. It's still a chance.
1: Well, we have a, a former Jet, and then we have two Jets fans here, so it's only Uh, It's only fitting that we just begin with the Jets. And I want to know, so Corey Davis, and we'll get deeper into this later on in the show as we'll discuss everything that he said and and what it means. But Corey Davis signs with the Jets, and the question, of course, is, well, a wide receiver, a young wide receiver with talent, signing with a Jets team where the quarterback situation is obviously not one that's settled. And he kind of hinted that, oh, no, no, Sam's the quarterback. Did that catch you by surprise? And did you imagine Joe Douglas
3: was somewhere off camera going, shh, shh don't give it away? No, my guess is not. But Bart, I would, ask, I, would ask your, I would answer your question with a question, which is when a guy like Corey Davis who has options, yep. I, I would assume there are other teams that were interested, yep. when he's meeting with the Jets, is he asking who's the quarterback going to oh. be and are they answering it honestly? Which is to say, does he actually know what their plans are?
0: I believe that that's the first question. That's the most natural question, right? When I was a defensive player, when I came here, well, you know, the second time I went, I wanted to know, the first thing I wanted to know, what defense are we running, right? What system are we running? Because I felt better in a different system. I remember going out to Cleveland and Romeo Cornell was like, hey, Bart. Well, I'm sorry. I always, I can't <laughs> help him because he saw like Kermit the Frog to me. But anyway, he always said, he said, Did you, how do you feel playing in, in front of the guards, in an odd front? And I'm like, I really don't want to wrestle with guards all day, right? I want to have the ability to be able to scrape. So absolutely the answer your question the first thing you're asking is who's going to be throwing me the ball what type of system are we going to be in is it going to be a west coast system you know is it going to be like a a what is it the the run and shoot system the the air raid system so I believe that they gave him insurances I believe that he kind of let the cat out the bag a little bit too early and I think he gave a peek behind the curtain about what the Jets are going to be well so, so
3: so that's the opposite of the answer I was expecting so That takes the conversation for me in an entirely different direction. It actually changes the beginning of get up also. (laughs) Um, Because what you're telling me then is you perceive that to mean the Jets are planning on keeping Sam Darnold as their quarterback this year. Or
0: they told him, you know what, we're going to give you Sam Darnold or something better.
3: Okay. Yeah. So so, so that's then a very long-winded way of my winding back to your question, Alan, which is I have believed now for some time the Jets are going to draft Zach Wilson number two in this draft, the quarterback out of BYU, and we'll see what winds up happening with Sam. He'll get traded to... Some place. I don't know what that yeah. place is. I mean, I, for his sake, I would love to see it be someplace like San Francisco mm-hmm. or Pittsburgh, right. where he could sit for a year and learn behind someone and try and resurrect a career that has been largely destroyed by the complete dysfunction of the Jets franchise. Uh, but that is what I think is going to happen. I think Zach Wilson is going to be the quarterback of the Jets week one of 2021. And
1: that's what Mel Kuyper just put in his, Mel Kuyper Jr. just put in his 3.0 mock. Is that, it, originally, at all along, it has been... They're going to trade out of two. You know, I know he doesn't – this is the first time in 40 years he's putting trades into his mocks, but because that usually is happening, four quarterbacks going in the first four picks. But the second pick normally was where the draft begins because we all know the first pick, put it in Sharpie, it's not going anywhere. Second pick, now the draft begins, and the Jets would be that team with all the cards. Okay, trade out like Bart has been talking about all along. Trade out, build up your franchise. Yep. That's a valuable pick at number two. Any team that wants it will get the quarterback they want. You have Sam, you buy some time. But now it's, well, if Zach Wilson, who has his pro day on Friday, impresses everybody, and it's a pro day. I don't know if you heard when we had Kuiper on, yeah. him just blasting pro he days, which them. is hysterical. Yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. But it's, it's, whatever happens there could change everything. But the feeling of going to another young quarterback, starting over again, with a guy that is a bit of a relative unknown, while you have a guy you kind of know, yeah. Just from a fan perspective, is that like? Do you, do you have any cause for pause about something like that? Knowing, like, here we go again, another guy start over, and we really don't have a lot of tape on his him at BYU other than what he did last year. Do I have cause for pause?
3: Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. <I> mean, <laughs> well, you're a Jets in fan. Their you... Right mind yeah. has cause for pause. The, the the overwhelming upside of it is. And I, I've grown to start hating this expression because it's now so overused, but the restarting of the rookie salary clock. Yeah, right. Which is to say, you know, you get three seasons of extremely inexpensive tryout which we've just had with Sam Darnold look Mm -hmm. we I'm old enough to remember when Sam Darnold was the guy they traded up for and he was going to be the future and all the rest of that so but that's all you can't that's a sunken cost there's nothing you can do about that part of it anymore (laughs) at the end of the day that's the biggest upside is that you don't have to make a decision one year from now whether or not you're going to pay huge money for to keep Sam Darnold you get to make that decision right now and there are no quarterbacks or only one quarterback who projects to be a first round pick next season. So, right. if you're going to get your quarterback of the future, I think that the conventional wisdom in the NFL is this is the draft to do it. All right, all right, let me handle some business see see here, real okay. quick.
1: Let me just handle some business here, real quick. First of all, the calls we took were straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Second of all, I know you hear Greeny's voice this morning. You're thinking, did I just go back in time? It's morning radio, and you hear <laughs> Greeny's voice. Machine. It's actually KJZ, but it's Barton Hahn. Try to keep up. We're like, we'll oh, let you, you know. Here, <laughs> this is what we're doing right now. But all right, so with that in mind, a question we've been asking, because it is free agency time, a question we've been <laughs> asking a lot, of, a lot our of listeners. a lot of scar tissue over there, right? Bro, no, before you do that. Hey, here too, we all share this feeling, is the worst free agency signing in your, of your favorite team of all time, because there's a lot of free agency uh, going on right now with the NFL. I talked to Rich Cimini yesterday, and he gave me some names that had just had me just crawling up into a fetal position. But I'll ask you, just off the top of your head, if there's one that comes to mind like this was absolutely the worst.
3: Well, I mean, at the risk of it sounding like it's recency bias, I'm not sure how much worse anything could be than Le'Veon Bell was. That- I got one for you. Yeah. Jermaine. Johnson. Tremaine Johnson. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was bad, but it wasn't, bad. it wasn't as much money, and it wasn't as high profile. The Jets signed Le'Veon Bell, who at that time – was number one in the history of the National Football League in yards from scrimmage per game. Number one in the history of the sport. He was a more productive running back, rusher of the football per game than O.J. Simpson, and a more productive catcher of the football than Chris Carter. He was a Hall of Fame runner and receiver, and the Jets got literally nothing Mm -hmm. from him. And not only that... But he really, that the decision to sign him yeah. seems to have set off the passive-aggressive snit that the coach never recovered from, yeah. which is Adam Gaze, because he didn't want him. And that set off the, the chain of events that led to what basically was just spinning your wheels for two years and starting all over again. So I think not only did they get nothing for the incredibly expensive player, but I think it also created all sorts of other yeah. collateral damage.
0: Well, listen, I know the Jets have ruined a lot of people, but... Um, he was equally as ineffective when he went to Kansas City as well. So, but yeah, he, he has a ring, so I, I
3: believe doesn't make it any better. Than, <laughs> no. I mean, it, 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 the fact that it might have been partially his fault doesn't make the entire experience any. <laughs> yeah, better.
1: I, I, it, it's it was just a terrible marriage to begin with. But I'll throw another name at you quickly: Neil O'Donnell, and that one is the one that shook me a little bit because yeah. that was also one where well, wow, Super Bowl quarterback. They didn't win, but still, Super Bowl quarterback coming into the Jets and. The epic failure that followed that was one that, of course, resonated with me. So uh, today on the show, you have Charles Barkley, Tim Ooh. Hasselbeck as well, and your top five athletes who came out of retirement. But the Barkley story is going to be fun with uh, his,
3: did his daughter. Did you see the story in the Sunday Times about his daughter's wedding? I did not. Oh, it was a fabulous story. So Charles' daughter got married the beginning of this month Yeah. to a uh, um, um young man who did not even know who he was. He knows nothing about sports. He knew Charles Barkley as the guy from um, TNT. from No, no, no. From from, from uh, the, the, the commercials? Uh, no, from the, the the Michael Jordan movie. Oh, Space Jam. Uh, from Space, Space Jam. That's yeah, wow. how he knows him? Wow. He knew Charles Barkley as the guy from Space Jam. Wow. He's also Jewish. It was a Jewish wedding. And Charles Barkley, I am looking forward to finding out <laughs> who it was, how many people it took to lift Charles in the chair. <laughs> right, right. For anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, at a traditional Jewish wedding, which this was, there was something called the chair dance, where they will lift not only the bride and groom each individually in a chair, but the parents of the bride and the groom, and I can tell you that at my own wedding, Doug Buffone, God rest his soul, the late Bears linebacker who was my first radio partner in Chicago, was a guest at my wedding, yeah. and he picked up the chair that my mother-in-law was in. My mother-in-law is a very small woman, and Doug Buffone, you know, most of my friends are built like me, and Doug Buffon was a linebacker who's <laughs> 6'5", 280. Or not 280, but whatever. And he literally almost ran them directly into a wall. <laughs> there are legendary chair dance mishap stories. So I'm looking forward to getting no, that from no Charles doubt. today. There is no oh, doubt yeah. that's
1: always a good spot anyway. And it's always great to have you in here, Greeny. Thanks so much for giving us a few minutes. And Greeny, Get can, you tell, can you tell no, Chuck to unblock, Bart, me. Bart unblock d- me?
0: Tell Chuck to unblock me yeah. off the phone, too.
1: Bart Ch- does this when we have 10 seconds to go to a hard out. You understand this. Yes. Right? You, you know I've exactly lived it many happening. times. He'll ask that 30 second question and ask for a three second answer. <laughs> Thank you, Green. Thank you. Coming up, Urban Meyer has a problem with NFL free agency. Why shouldn't he? He's been here five minutes. KJZ, ESPN
4: Radio, ESPN app.